Alright, so in the last installment of the series, we are going to try and talk about Transcendentalism. Now, typically, Transcendentalism is a philosophical system that prizes the philosophical and mental over the physical. Uh, this that everything needed from a higher existence. They wouldn't simply do to have the base Transcendentalism in here. No, this is American philosophy, and as such, they have their own way of doing their own kind of transcendentalism. American transcendentalism embraces Christian posture. It embraces Christian styling, God, the afterlife, and the implication and implications of current life, of current life for the afterlife. So what they've done is they've taken the original Greek structure and framework of it and then place their own receding by the ad <clears throat> Puritan values into it <clears throat> in order to create their own which fits for them. You can see it still has the fixation well, fixation is a hard word fixation on God uh, the journey to the afterlife and the implication of current life, it still has the hard-working component, the materialist component, and the reward for that hard work coming into the afterlife. But we find that with the embrace of transcendentalism, uh, contrarian ideas about liberty, state government, politics, awareness, people, and people. Americans rejected epistemic ideas that founded it and against the purity of style. We find some other interesting aspects. Uh, not a tabula rasa. Humans contain knowledge of birth. This knowledge is the voice of God and man. That man is the center of the universe. So what we find here is that conflates very well with the cherished American doctrine document manifest destiny it is their destiny to expand and take over america that they were a different breed from the other powers that separate and apart and they would become something great and it didn't just uh pertain to the u.s it actually it is also suggested uh that it may even pertain to the entire world. And we see later on in the 1900s where that took over uh, the Philippines from uh, there was a kind of imperialist view and action that never really stopped. As we can see, there's still, there's still annexed Hawaii. They're still very integrated, so to speak, in Iran and various world issues, and they always like to put their foot in the fence. So, you can see that this idea starts to stem and grow and stays throughout the years, that they are special and uh, innate knowledge to the best. And it would also explain the pride, you know, that is passed down in Americans about how they are the greatest country in the world, we have the best, and how they strive be number one in everything. Steer of that goal. 
of this states that the people before the age of transcendentalism were starved of emotional feeding. So the atmosphere, quote unquote, was starved, like I said, of emotion. And it was primed for something like transcendentalism, something spiritual to fit in. It's definitively correct from what they had originally gone about how they did things. It's even stated by Emerson that the first thing to say about the so-called new views here not new, but they are the very oldest of thoughts cast into the mold of these new times. So here we have it, the Americas and King Transcendentalism. Attributes like all knowledge is self. Nature is full of symbolic mysteries, probably mysteries brought there by God. Uh, the happiness depends on self-realization. You know the teleology thing, the obtaining working towards your proper true self which would also pertain to you know the working thing and having the american dream fulfilled so the picket fence the house the dog 2.5 kids etc it encourages free thinking with consequences with egotism so think but don't be uh i'll take it to interpret don't be colonial power for them. Spirituality encourages what was called American mission, which pertains to the one world doctrine, democratizing the entire world, their innate greatness to everybody and every corner. Uh, and there's the American vision, liberty for all at all costs. We must bring our way of life and our way of thinking to everyone so they can be like us as well. Ironically, death for the free as well. Ralph Waldo Emerson viewed was viewed in well in history as the highest profile member of the Transcendental Club, which was responsible for the change of thought in American spirituality. He also states that transcendentalism, sorry, metaphysics is dangerous as a single pursuit. That the inward analysis of man must be corrected by rough experience. It can't simply float into a transient world where nothing makes sense. It must always link to real life experiences. All must work in these real life experiences. A kind of pre-proto-pragmatism, if you will. Yeah. And like he said, he also says at the end that it must perpetually be reinforced in life. It must be continuously honed and never let, you must never let the leash metaphysics go too far so that should be the end of transcendentalism for me how transcendentalism came to be in america how it affected them in life and thank him and that is it that is the end and i thank you all for listening